0: Oh, and welcome to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, joined by my illustri- illustrious illustrious. <laughs> I couldn't even do it. I really you
1: try to use a five dollar word, and it's like, uh, no, we are not going. There. It's not even um, hard. I got
0: morning. I got caught on. Ugh. Um, my illustrious co-host Megan Connolly. Hi, Megan.
1: Hi. Just blame everything on the fact that you are about to have a baby. Nine At this months. Point.
0: I'm nine months.
1: Nine months pregnant for Megan Gailey. Man, we are in the <clears> middle <throat> of March, and wow, there's there's quite the topic going on on the internet now. I mean, it seemed like for one split second, the NFL was not front and center stage because yeah. it was the attention was taken away by the Oscars.
0: Which and- no one would have <laughs> predicted. Truly, this was a eye roll who cares of an Oscars. And then it, wow, I mean, talk about <laughs> a buzzer beater. It came back at the last second and said, you will be paying attention to me.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk all things Oscars. We will talk about some NFL. The owners meetings are going on, which is one of my favorite events of the year. We'll talk about March Madness. The final four is set and locked into place. And... Um, I think that that's what we're going to talk about
0: today here. on Megan. Yeah. How, does that, how does that sound good? I think that sounds good because I was seeing um, footage of spring training and I said, I just am not, I can't, I'm not quite, you know, opening day, opening yes. day, I'll hit the ground running, but I am, oh, I do have to tell the listeners I am sexually attracted to Dave Roberts. So that's <laughs> just something you can know and go forward with your life.
1: I'm really glad that you, you opened up and, and told us about that. So, Megan, you did not see the slap heard around the world live. You went to go see Batman. You were that out of the Oscars that you said, forget this, I'm going to see a movie.
0: Yeah, so I watched maybe the first um, like hour of the broadcast. Mm-hmm. My husband, CJ, he was watching the Lakers game, which... Um, It may end up putting them out of the playoff entirely, or the play-in which is the yes. playoff. Um, so we were in different rooms and then, yeah, I hadn't seen Batman yet. He had seen it. And so we went to a 7:15 showing of the Batman mm-hmm. and the theater had such really, really strict policies. It's, it's weird too. Cause it's one of those theaters where you order food. And so there's distractions happening, which is like, I'm fine. That it doesn't really like fully bother me, but mm-hmm. they're like, do not text. And it's like, Okay, but, like, the man next to me is getting fried pickles, so, like, I, we're, we've already broken the <laughs> cinema wall, um, but whatever. So, I had my phone put away, and CJ went to the bathroom at one point, and he came back, and he goes, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Who is this Riddler man? Um, and then when we got out of the movie, he's like, you got to see this. Like, we almost got in a fight. He's like, you got to watch it right now. I'm like, okay. I'll watch it. So many text messages. I probably had 85 text messages. And probably 40 of them were from our,
1: our group <coughs> chat between Eddie, Sal, and I. And Eddie and I debating whether it was real or not. And I think for a solid 24 hours, I was convinced that it was a work wow i was one of the last people to be like okay it's real i like i wanted it to be a work so badly like when will smith got up there to give his acceptance speech i was waiting for chris rock to attack him i was like mm. come on like hit him with the steel chair let's go i wanted so <clears throat> bad this to be fake but it turned mm-hmm. out it's real and I almost, I, I don't respond to it the same way because it's real. Because it was fake, I laugh harder. I do find it funny, even though it was real. But there are some real repercussions that come along with it because it's real. And if it was fake, we could all just
0: laugh at it. Yeah, I'm obviously conflicted because one of these people has been nice to me. <laughs> and so well, I go. And it's funny because we were
1: just talking <clears throat> about Will Smith on the yeah. show, Megan Fun of Sports, maybe two weeks ago, singing his praises, talking about his marriage with Jada, talking about how he interviewed you, talking about how he's always on. I, I don't know if he was on. I don't know if no, he was on on Sunday night. Well, and so it's like... And, and, and
0: to be perfectly honest, I went into the three magical days I spent with Will um, not necessarily like a major Will Smith fan. I had thought he was like... I, I don't know. I thought he had become sort of like corny, which is like, who is that for me to say? The corniest person on earth. But, you know, you just... When... This is the thing, too. It's like, we're so obsessed with celebrity. And we're so obsessed with what they're doing and how they behave. And he is probably one of two movie stars left. It's him and Tom Cruise. And we know Tom Cruise is crazy. And I think we know less that Will Smith is crazy. Um, And crazy is obviously not a health term that I'm throwing around it's just sort of like a we're different. You know, like even you and I working in the biz, we're we're so different than them. Mm-hmm. And we're never going to be in a situation where we're ever like them, you know, because it's like this is someone that's been famous since he was so young. Yes. And so, you know, I have worked for him. I have met him. I have been around him. Does that mean I Know him, no. Um, but I've only had wonderful experiences and seen such great things from him. And so, even though Chris Rock is a stand-up, which is what I do professionally, I still kind of go, well, mm, and like, and I was saying this to CJ on the way home because we work in an industry where you know we do roast sometimes, or people say mean things to us, or it, it just. We just joke with our friends in a way that would make normal people be like, what? And I said to CJ, I go, there are people that could make a joke about me, a wild joke about me, and you would love it. You would laugh and you would be into Mm -hmm. it. And there are people that could make an innocuous joke about me and you would want to fight them. And And the context is the key there, the history there. And so people have been pointing out this 2016 monologue. I think it's deeper than that. I think there's shit we just don't know. Um, and I think he also has had his family and his marriage talked about and I think there's probably something a little in his brain um, but I do think the funniest slash worst takes were like he could have killed him like when you go um, there it's like oh my god you're such a dork. Um, because it's like he couldn't have killed him it's an open handed slap and and we talked about this with the Juwan Howard of it all it's like Listen, a man slapping a man. I even hear the word "violence" thrown around, and go, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> like, It's so low. I mean, on everyone was just scale. stunned,
1: right? Yeah. Like completely <clears throat> stunned that this happened. I honestly, I, I really struggled to go to sleep that night because I was like, "What's going to come up tomorrow? Is Is there going to be more to this storyline?" Um, yeah. Because at, at the point when I went to bed, I still was about 50-50 unsure whether it was real or fake. But, you know, I, I have some issues with, one, his apology, and two, his acceptance speech. The whole reason, allegedly, that he got up there and slapped Chris Rock was because of the joke made about Jada. Yet mm-hmm. in his acceptance speech, he did not thank Jada. And in his apology, he did not apologize to Jada. Like, did did she really want him to go slap him? And also, and maybe this is really insensitive, and maybe I'm a terrible person for saying this. When I was watching The Red Carpet, which I love to do, she walks in, and I said to my husband, Oh my God, she looks so great bald. She's, like, there's very few people who could pull off being she's, bald. She's and really, she really is beautiful. one of them. She's so stunning. And, you know, she has alopecia, it's a hair condition. It's not cancer, but it is still, you know, traumatic. But also, if you were that self-conscious about it, and you are that wealthy, and you didn't want to be seen bald, and you didn't want people to be talking about how bald you, how how you were bald. But also, you look—they weren't saying it in a negative way. They were saying you look bald but hot. I mean, you're rich. You could get a wig. I, I mean, maybe that's well I, for me to say.
0: But I think it's the type of thing of like. You know, when you have a platform and and this goes back to 2016 of like they are a fa- I mean, Jaden is single handedly trying to bring water to Africa and Flint, Michigan. Um, and I'm, I'm not even saying that facetiously, like I think they are a family um, that is, you know, so thrust in the spotlight and and you can be critical of that if you want. You can also um, not be critical of that and say well, you know, what I would just direct you to an episode of Pause season 1 we did last year where when people talk about people do this with LeBron um, his family is so in the spotlight. And it's like, okay, and, and I, can, I can see people seeing that as like uh, fame hungry or like I want everybody around me to be famous. You could also see that as, as a black man trying to raise black children that um, in a world where it's not safe for them all the time, maybe they get pulled over and a cop goes, oh, that's Bronnie James. And that gives him recognition immediately. And that takes some fear and some safety out of it. Is that like, I'm just saying, that is a possibility too. Um, And so I think someone like Jada is always trying to use her status and her platform to make a statement. And so to put a wig on would maybe be like totally normal for the rest of us. But she's saying, I have alopecia and I want to bring awareness to that type of thing. So I'm going to be bald at the Oscars as a point of showing like awareness for alopecia and my beautiful bald head. I don't know. She these, did. Are she hy- looked, these are just these are hypothetical. Stunning,
1: and <clears throat> I think the joke was very minor. The reaction to
0: the joke was the joke was bad. For-
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I don't also, mean. I don't, we don't even mean
0: offensive. I didn't. I don't even mean offensive. I mean like not. And and and. <laughs> Yeah, it's just there's it's so there's no worse group of people to get involved in a dialogue than stand up comedians, too, because what's really funny is we have very much made this about ourselves you know and about how we are not going to be safe when we are at comedy clubs and people are going to attack us I have had people hop on stage with beer bottles with their dicks out like that this happened this been happening and no one is going to be like I am Will Smith in Topeka Kansas it's just not these are apples and oranges so like if someone was going to hop on stage to physically attack you they were going to do that before this Oscars situation
1: So my Um, whole theory behind the whole thing being fake at first was because when people watch TV in 2022, we're not paying attention. We're on our phones. We are scrolling. We are very distracted. Television has become a background noise. Yeah.
0: It's our second screen.
1: something like the Oscars. So I have the Oscars on. I'm paying, paying attention, and I'm putting that in air quotes because I'm like all of you where I'm watching, but I'm not really engaged. Yeah. and then all of a sudden my tv stops playing any noise so i look up because i think my tv is broken or i think worse my internet's down what am i going to do without that so i look up i'm like oh my god what's going on my tv's broke and then i see the slap i said yeah. oh this is fake because they know everybody at home is just like me and they're not really watching and now suddenly they look up they see the slap. Will Smith is the favorite to win Best Actor, so they're gonna stay in, and then Chris Rock is gonna come out during his speech, and it's gonna be a whole thing. So I was just waiting for that moment, and when Chris Rock didn't come out, obviously I was very wrong. But part of me, like I don't know, even if it's, I'm, I'm talking about it now, I know it was real. There, there's like a little maybe five um, percent of me that still thinks it could be fake.
0: Well, I'm, I I think you're correct in that of like. Even if it's real, it's still at the Oscars um, between two mega famous people. So like, what is real in the context of an event none of us are ever going to be at besides these? I mean, we were having a conversation about it yesterday. They're not even really making new famous people. No. You know, like, it's the same famous people there, and then then it goes, oh, okay, now it's their children. So it's such an elite, tiny group that, um, like, it, you can't equate this, and I think that that's when it gets crazy, is when people equate it to comedy clubs, or people equate it to, like, workspaces. It's like... This is mega, 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 mega famous rich people at an award show. This has no outside bearing. This is a snapshot into a super specific situation between a couple who's like, it, it just doesn't, it, there It is no, there is no outside version of it, you know? And so you're, you're not wrong in your, is it real? Is it fake? It feels like a simulation. Yeah, and they're all the best actors in the
1: world. So, I mean, people saying, oh, yeah. you should have seen the reaction during the commercial break. He's an actor. He just right. won best best male actor. Obviously, he could ham it up. You know, if that was his role, he's going to play it, and he's going to play it well, and you would think it's real because that's his job.
0: Um, now, you and I both... We're texting about a moment that happened before this. Yes. um, When the documentary short was won by a movie called Queen of Basketball. It was EP by Steph Curry and Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, so Shaq's got an Oscar now. Um, Steph's got an Oscar, and so does Kobe still. Um, About the first woman who was ever drafted to the NBA and the first woman to ever go into the NBA Hall of Fame, Lucia... um, Harris. I hope I'm saying her first name right. And so the man who made the doc, Brent Ben Proudfoot, he went up, <clears throat> talked about how she had passed before this documentary came out. So she was not able to, you know, see all the recognition um, that she deservedly got that like we don't even know her name or her story and we should. Um, but they cut to her family who was there. It looked like kids or grandkids. And then he ended his speech. Now this is a white boy named Ben. Okay, he ended his speech by saying, "President Biden, bring Brittany Griner home."
1: <sighs> a king. Now that, this is the moment I wish we were talking about when I know. the Oscars ended because. I know. I know we have to talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock, partially because we're all still so stunned that it happened. But this is a story, we've talked about it on this podcast, that is not getting the attention that it deserves. Britney Griner is still in Russia. And if, there's a lot of thoughts, I believe they are true, that if this were... Tom Brady or some other male athlete, they would already be home.
0: I mean, it took Jello Ball like two days to get out of China. Yes, and he's in the G league. Um, and I love him dearly. I, I love ball in the family. Um, but it's like it didn't it wouldn't even have to be Tom Brady. It could be like a low 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 low, low, low level man. And they were like, we gotta get him out of there.
1: So this is we're we're really we're very proud. That he got up there, Ben Proudfoot, we are proud. we're proud of, of your Proudfoot. tweet, you said, I'm proud of you, Andrew Foot. <laughs> we are proud of Proudfoot, and if anybody who listens, I think, you know, we probably have some heavy hitters listening to this show. If you got any poll, bring Brittany home. We bring need her.
0: Brittany home. I just, um, that's like true Allyship. Yes. And when people are like, what what are we do? it's like that is a man who is on a massive stage who has just won an award. You know, it and he may not, he probably will never be up there again. Um, and called attention to something that needed attention called to it. And I'm sure a lot of the audience had no idea what he was even talking about. I'm with you. You know, so it's not even one of those like drop the mic, they're all gonna be like, Yeah, it's like a bunch of rich white people that are like, who is Brittany Griner? Um, and it just like warmed my heart. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And yeah, it did. It was disappointing that that, that sort of um, snapshot in the, in the Venus and Serena yeah. um, and, and and Questlove, who, you know, yesterday said he felt the love, that those things were being um overshadowed. But we're just... You know, we're shiny objects, people.
1: I I just want to maybe stir the pot here among the Extra Points (coughs) staff. Yesterday, I was listening to Extra Points with Sal, Dave Damoshek, and Martin Weiss. And Martin was recounting the the Oscars and referred to Amy Schumer as the white female comedian. And it made me laugh out loud because (laughs) because I said, That's Megan! so i'm stirring the pot right now between you and martin maybe you can develop a rivalry um so white female comedian you amy schumer we don't know we don't know it could it could be really anybody
0: I would give anything for, to, to, I mean, what's sad too is like, we talk about this a lot is like, well, there's really only allowed to be one. And so if she's it right now, then I need to wait for her to leave for then me to ascend into white female comedian.
1: Well, this is fine because you have to go on maternity leave.
0: So once
1: you're done with maternity leave, maybe she'll be done and then you can be the white female comedian.
0: Oh gosh, that'd be great. I would love it. (laughs) You're my white female comedian, I, will, I will just say.
1: Thank yeah, you. You you are. You're mine.
0: Okay, so that's our awesome I still oh, gotta wait. see Encanto. Um,
1: Encanto, I yeah, the soundtrack was great. Megan the Stallion, I thought was fantastic. I love her. I do too. I think she's so cool. I loved Beyoncé, the dance at the beginning, um, where I think they were all dressed up as green tennis balls. That was cool. <laughs> Um, I'm, I love Beyonce. I know you can't not love her because we'll come after you, but I really do genuinely love her. You also love when men slap each other. So are there any other instances? Do you want to power rank men slapping? This has to be towards the top of the power rankings.
0: Oh yeah. This goes up there. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I feel justice for Jawan Howard. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, especially with the run that, michigan had in the (laughs) march madness um i don't know i don't know if a lot of other i think it really reminds me of um like black and white films yeah um you know because like gosh i just think of slapping as as such a um a feminine thing, (laughs) you know, like I've definitely slapped a man before and been like, Oh my God, am I in a streetcar named desire? Like it feels throwback. Um, and so, you know, on Hollywood's biggest night, I think it was fun to have an homage to old Hollywood.
1: (laughs) It did. It reminded me, I wish it would have gotten to the point of like, you know, Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura, like that type of thing. Like we charge in the mound. We have a little brawl, but uh, the slap. I guess it's a classy, a classier brawl, if we will. Yeah. Um, just for the record, I, I, I think in this situation, if I have to take a side, I'm taking Chris Rock's side. Okay. Um,
0: are you are you Will Smith's side? I um, <clears throat> I'm on the I'm, if I have to take a side, I have to take the side of the man i spent three days with. Oh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just because I have personal um.
1: I know. I just think he's lost it.
0: Person. Oh. I, I don't doubt that he has, but he did give me a $500 poker chip, so... Do you still have it? No, I cashed it in. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, like, oh, I'll, I, I can be bought. You know, yes. like I, Will Smith bought me a few years ago.
1: So, you go, Chris Rock, if you're listening, you'd be me. Megan on your side. With, oh yes, $5. if I had one
0: dollar, if worth. I had ever met, I've never even met Chris Rock and or open for him. I'd be on his side for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure.
1: I love um, the way he took the slap though and laughed it off.
0: Well, and you know, a lot of people talk about that's a new face he's got, so that could have done some damage to that. We may have to see him. You know, he may be a little cocked for a little bit. <laughs>
1: All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about the owner's meetings. All right, we are back. Our March Prop Culture quiz winner, Andrew Dunphy, nine right. And there were 12 people who got nine right, but he nailed the tiebreaker. 188 seconds versus the correct answer was 190 seconds for the longest speech, which that's pretty close. Two seconds. From hitting the number, I'm proud of you. Um, Also, just a quick little update on our Extra Points March Madness Bracket Contest. There's been a lot of fake news floating around there. Last week, we spent half the podcast talking about what Megan's punishment was going to be. And I am happy to report that Megan Gailey is safe. Now, on Saturday night...
0: Not only safe. I have a very good chance of winning. Yeah,
1: so you were in the doghouse, and now all of a sudden, so you literally started at the bottom, and now you are here. So congrats to Megan. She may win. I don't think you're in contention to win the $1,000 or the overall owner could win. No, because I'm an employee.
0: Yeah, and that's bragging rights. And honestly, love goes out to Sal, who did get me a prenatal massage, which I'm going for tomorrow what? um and I to get pregnant and also bought my unborn baby his high chair oh I know it's really sweet um and so I feel I don't even I don't even need the thousand you know wow wow you so are... this is this is good to know too if Sal ever slaps anybody I'm all in on Sal yeah he could he could slap my dad and I, I and then and then I would honestly have to go to the books and go Okay, my dad did pay for college, so that's <laughs> state school, though. You know, um, and so like it's like it's all it all comes down to who has bought me more, um, and that is how you win my allegiance. Money, bribery. Yeah, I think that's why I wound up in Hollywood. <laughs> I think it's the perfect place for me. <laughs>
1: Um, there was some fake news floating around, so I texted our group chat oh, yeah. on Saturday that I was actually going to lose, and yeah. I went to bed again, so I lost two nights of sleep, because Gosh. one, the slap at the Oscars, and two, I thought I was going to have to pick from the cap. Um, turns out it was fake news, and I'm I'm in the clear. Yep. So it comes down to Harry, Harry. and Brett. Yeah. Uh, they both have no one left.
0: They're tied for last. With so, no one left, so is it both of them? <laughs> oh no, because really there sure. no it comes. To, there's a tiebreaker, um, okay. so I think it was like um, I think the tiebreaker is points in the final in the, in the championship game. Oh, yeah,
1: points in the paint. Yeah, yes. Um, so the
0: the final four is set, men's and women's. Let's talk about this women's for a second. There was AG buckets, baby. People are calling it an instant classic. NC State falls to Yukon in two overtimes. Paige is just gosh, I love her.
1: And she missed With half those little the season. Grades. Missed half the season, her comeback, everyone was waiting for it and she yeah. did not disappoint. But I love I love um just her swagger that she has. And we know that Yukon is a dynasty. They are forever good at women's basketball and they're always fun to watch. But I do think the women's tournament well I know the women's tournament obviously doesn't get the attention the men's does but a lot of times it is just chalk so, so games odd. like this really help <clears throat> put it on the map and I love to have someone like Paige right in the front and center
0: because she yeah she's so cool yeah so it is now going to be number one South Carolina versus number one Louisville so battles of the ones that definitely seems like A lot less bracket busters in the women. And then um, UConn, number two seed versus Stanford, number one seed. So that's on the women's side.
1: And I believe Stanford, they're the reigning champions.
0: Yeah. And all the gals, I just love them. They're so great. Um, And... To see Paige, they were interviewing one of the UConn players afterwards. And, you know, Gino was down on his team Mm -hmm. um, when Paige was out. He really, I like Gino, And CJ and I were debating this last night. And he was like, don't some people not like him? I'm like, yeah, I just feel like if you're like an old man that's been in charge of young girls for that long and nothing's come out about you, you're probably good.
1: So I struggled with him for a little while because, like Eddie, I am a Notre Dame fan. I've struggled with it the past few years because I've gotten annoyed with them. But I love Notre Dame women's basketball. You love love Mama Ivy then? Yes, and I love Muffet McGraw, who was the legendary coach at Notre Dame before. And now she and Gino. Or Emma were both in the big east and they had their battles yeah. I mean they went at each other's throats and they did not like each other so I always took the side of Muffet but now that Muffet is gone I think I'm starting to appreciate Gino more I respect yeah. him I might not like him but Paige is making me turn on that because I yeah. like her
0: Muffet McGraw I mean yes. that's a perfect name
1: I know. And I also was a big Kim Mulkey fan. I mean, she's now with LSU and she's with Baylor. She cracks me up. Yeah, she's hilarious. She's an Amy
0: Sedaris character. Her son
1: played on the Cape Cod Baseball League team that I worked for, and she would be in the stand screaming her ass off. Oh, my God. The team I worked for was terrible, too. And she would go up to the coach and be like, I think I'm going to need to have a talk with all these boys. And I was like, "Mm -mm."
0: And what would she wear to those games? Because her outfits are... I mean, spectacular for the eye to behold in in basketball coaching world. What would she what was she wearing on a casual baseball day? Oh, she was she was very Decked. casual. Jeans. Oh really? Heel,
1: shirt. Yeah. Like didn't didn't stick out.
0: Okay, so she's got like a fun part of her closet, and then like I'm a mom and he asked me to not wear sparkly blazers anymore. Yes,
1: but um her daughter played college <coughs> basketball, her son played college baseball, and you know, she was a very very, very, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Eddie, you're going to have to edit this. She was a tremendous college basketball player. I believe she played for Team USA as well. Um, her husband was an athlete. And I had asked her something about, because I did like an interview for the website with her. Yeah. Something about, um, you know, running in the family. And she said to me, it's in the jeans. You're a tall girl. Have you met my son? Ah!
0: <laughs> that is... That's classic Southern mom you it know was, it was just great. like I gotta set my son up I'm doing yeah. an interview but I gotta find my son somebody to marry and a tall blonde nothing worse than that
1: and make some athletic babies yeah she, <coughs> um, she was a trip no filter on that woman and I, I believe I, it I love that
0: I believe it so make sure you're checking out the women's tournament it's just um, yeah it's really it's really fun and on the men's side we have Villanova versus Kansas. And UNC versus Duke. Oh, my gosh. Wild to see. Now, I'm... I know who
1: would have thought it? Who would have thought that Duke would end up in the final four and play North Carolina? Wow. <gasps> unbelievable. It's like it's fixed or something. Like we talked about it on this show after Duke lost to North Carolina in Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor Stadium.
0: Hmm, hmm, hmm. Listen, if you think it's fixed, you should have. I know, I didn't pick them. That's all I'm saying. But I Um, did say, we have it on record
1: that I said it was going to be fixed, and it was going to be Duke winning it all, and I think it is just lining up perfectly for them. I think Duke wouldn't have made it to the Final Four if they would have had to play Gonzaga, but Chet Holmgren got two fouls calling him that clearly weren't fouls. Duke had the easier opponent. They advanced, they play UNC. Just saying... Just saying, maybe I'm a little too woke. I think the Oscars were fixed. I think the Final Four is fixed. I do
0: love that it's UNC-Duke. I do love that it's this rivalry. But it's like, come on. Really? It all ended up like this? I do need to take a moment to pour one out for my Purdue Boilermakers who, once again, lost in the Sweet Sixteen to the St. Pete's Peacocks, who you do not want to play the Cinderella. I mean, there's Uh, Because it's like, I was watching this game on Friday... And CJ had some friends over who are also my friends, and it, they were like, "Yeah, go Purdue." And then when I would leave the room, I'd hear them be like, "Okay, come on, St. Peter's, come on, St. Peter," because it's like it's just a more fun story. <laughs> it is, and and I um, Purdue did not play well. Jaden Ivy had a tough game. Travion Williams was down there. CJ, he loves St. Peter's, um, and so it was it was like heartbreaking. But then you see. Uh, their coach, and them all celebrating, and you're like, you gotta like these guys. You know, they're so fun. And so then I was cheering for them against UNC, and they got their ass kicked. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) At least then I want them to go to the Final Four. They knocked my team out. So I have been, I tweeted this, but I took out a lot of the um, letters for you to search. I'm ready for Purdue to move on from Matt Painter. I think this was a team that had so much talent, has... One lottery pick, Travion Williams is definitely going to be a, a strong NBA prospect. And to just not win the Big Ten outright and then lose in the Sweet 16 again to the highest, lowest, what do you call it, lowest ranked team. It's just really, Um, it's, I think it's just time to move on.
1: Well, listen, I will <coughs> gladly take Matt Painter. Jacob. But it's not going to happen because Northwestern still has Chris Collins' As their head coach. I know he took Northwestern to their first ever NCAA tournament ever. Mm-hmm. And it was all about Julia Louise Jackson. Yes. I did love that. I did love that. And it's the only time Northwestern's been there. It was five years ago. And yeah. after Chris Collins brought them there, we give him this huge extension Every player on the team, every year transfers. Yeah. They've been in the bottom of the Big Ten. They are not good. And what does Northwestern do? Oh, we just extend him. And why? Because he's such a nice, nice guy. guy. You know who else is a nice guy? My husband, Barbara. You know what he's not doing? He's not coaching college basketball. Like, this literally makes my blood pressure go through the roof because I am a Northwestern fan. I love mm-hmm. Northwestern athletics. Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't want to be good. They don't want to fire this guy. You know what? If you want to get better, fire him. We'll take Purdue's... Take him. produce produce hand-me-downs. And, um, and maybe we could improve our basketball program. But no. We need Chris Collins. And I think... Part of the reason I actually hate Coach K is because of Chris Collins. Because he comes from that coaching tree. And I think we give Um, Coach K too much love. Like, oh, he went to Duke. Oh, he worked under Coach K. Oh, he's a great fit. Oh, he was Mr. Basketball in Illinois. Oh, his dad coached for the Bulls. I don't care about any of those things. Show me your record. It's not good.
0: You're fired. Wow. Okay. So you know that I like Coach K. You hit a (laughs) strength. And I'm not even sure why. Um, I just do. I like him. And I've loved seeing Roy Williams in the stands. I just love being retired and then being at every single game. Like, it's like, Roy, are you going to golf? And he looks like he's having so much fun. I think he's there with his grandsons. He's got his mask on because he's like, I'm old. I'm immunocompromised. It's just like every time they cut to him, I'm thrilled to see him. Um, but, and maybe this will transition us. When I hear you make these claims about, like, this is why you don't like Coach K, and the, and he comes from the Coach K tree, and so it, he must be good, I think the same could be said for the Belichick coaching tree, where yeah. it's like, if you came from Belichick, and you know what? If you look at the track record, it's not great. It's not.
1: No, it's not good. It's not, um, the Belichick coaching tree isn't great, but I think Bill, like, secret, secretly loves that because yeah, I then do he too. hires them all back.
0: Um, oh okay I thought I think it's more like I'm the best still I there, you no, can I can't even teach all you. Of
1: them back yeah so McDaniels obviously went your favorite McDaniels went on in Denver and he failed so then he comes back Matt Patricia goes on in in um, in Detroit, he fails, he comes back. Joe Judge, Eddie's favorite guy, he goes on to New York, he fails, he comes back. And this transitions us perfectly into my favorite NFL event that's going on right now, the NFL owners meetings, which is just pure comedy. Megan Gagley, you need to go to it because you would I write a I would, ton of jokes. Even you just the photo,
0: the, the photo of the coaches coming out yesterday, I could have stared at that. I mean, it's like... <laughs> It's not a renaissance painting because there's no movement, but just seeing these men and it's like, we know your wives picked out outfits for you to go yep. here. Sean McVeigh, Mr. Cool. Cause he just won the Super Bowl. He's tiny. So he has to be in the front and he's just standing there young, got his sunglasses on. I love how he still rocks the spiky hair. Like he's a oh third my, grade god! Yeah. He's got Joe it's in his so hair. Right. I think
1: he's bringing that look back, but, um, Yeah, so the owner's meetings are going on right now. They are in Florida. I did consider driving down just to people watch. But I have a lot to do this week. I have to travel, so it wasn't going to work out. They are at the Breakers, which is... It's beautiful. I mean, Famous. you can't you can't put a better backdrop on the NFL owners meetings. And my favorite part about this is that you have all of the media members, a lot of local print guys, and they get to expense and stay at the Breakers for the week. So I'm wow. very happy for them because this is their vacation, but they're still working. And then you have all the owners and coaches, and they all pretty and much stay at the same hotel. Yeah. And it's cool because I've I've been to the owners meetings. Actually, when I went to the owners meetings, I was at the Ritz in Orlando. And, I stayed there, too. Yeah. Because I stayed there for the Pro Bowl. Oh, great. Um, yeah, very nice. It, I mean, it's not the breakers, but it no. is. It's a nice it's a Ritz. You can't complain when you're at a Ritz.
0: No, but, unless it's like one of those old Ritzes. I stayed at an old Ritz in like upstate New York, and I was like, y'all got to get some refurbs done.
1: <laughs> but when you walk by the pool or you walk anywhere, you see a coach's wife. You see. Yeah. I ran into John Lynch. General manager of the 49ers ran into A him by the pool. A hunk. Very good looking man. So you just see people everywhere you go. And one of my favorite events is that they invite the media to the coaches, general managers, and owners cocktail hour. And it is the best. You bring the media there. You wine and dine them. You give them the week. And you try to bribe them with good coverage. And to me, it's hilarious. I love sitting at the bar at the owners meetings. You get to see people drink too much and and act just like the rest of us. It's it's wonderful.
0: Um, So a new adjustment to the Rooney Rule has come out of this meeting. Maybe it was in the works, but it was announced during... The during the owner's meeting.
1: So some work is getting done on this vacation, yeah. which I'm happy for. And this no, is a good rule. This is this is good for
0: us gals over here. They do rule changes. So the Rooney rule now, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sad and bad. It Now it's saying you have to hire um, a, anyone who qualifies as a minority. And so I think that's like truly... Anyone darker than Megan when she gets a spray tan Um, and then and or a woman. Yes. And you have to and you have to have one of them as a offensive assistant. And they said they did offensive because the trend has been to hire head coaches from offense. Um, So Megan and I now qualify for the Rooney rule.
1: And we got connects in the NFL. I think one of us could get hired. This is going to be problematic for the Patriots because Belichick doesn't believe in titles. He has no offensive coordinator, no defensive coordinator. Like, they're just going no titles this year. So okay. I think this is going to be problematic with the Rooney rule. Yeah. Um. Especially, you know, for, these, for us gals who are now suddenly trying to get a, a coaching
0: job. Well, and you know what part of the rule is, and I'm, I can't tell if I like this or don't, is that the team does not end up having to pay this assistant. It's coming out of like a fund that the NFL is... You it is, like, giving the money for. So, like, if you got hired by the Patriots in this Rooney rule, the Patriots don't have to pay your salary. The NFL is going to pay your salary.
1: Okay, this is great. So, I, I actually still do have Bill Belichick's email. Should I email him yeah, and ask yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. I,
0: mean, I, think I think you think... email him. Attach your resume.
1: Okay. So, right um, now, it's all TV stuff. So, do I, do I have to change it up a little bit? Should but, I? But
0: here's the thing. Offensive assistant, it's like... You know when you see sometimes, like, there's... Um, they're, like, the head of player personnel. It's, like, I know that's a job, but, like, what do you do? Do you talk to the players and make sure that, like, I think you handle stuff if, um, you know, if there's any sort of, like, death among any of the families or if someone's going through something, you find them. Like, I, I think we would be good at the, like, X's and O's. Nah, I'm not going to be able to do that. I well, probably my, could do it better than After my here but.
1: on Chris Collins, I think that I could be in charge of firing people.
0: Okay, so you could join, like, the offensive HR department. I'd and be really I, good
1: at hiring everybody. I, think I would be I, great HR.
0: <laughs> I think I'd be really good. Just hire me as, like, a feminist consultant. And I'm not even going to be, like, I won't even be that strict. Like I'll be like, listen, are you good? You can rub my shoulders. Are you bad? Get the fuck away from me. Okay. Those are, those are my feminist (laughs) rules, but I can, you know, when I hear guys could come to me and be like, I can't even shake a woman's hand anymore. I'm like, yes, you can. Like I can talk them through what is and what is not appropriate in the workplace in this year of our 2022. Will I sexually harass some of them? There's a chance. There's a chance.
1: There is, but if you work for them, I
0: think it's okay. Is that how,
1: how, it, how it goes? No?
0: But then, but then they can fire me and be like, "See, the Rooney roll doesn't work." Oh, so I gotta keep. I gotta mind my P's and Q's. Never mind. Okay, so I'll be in there, pregnant, trying to lose weight. Because if I get hired by an NFL team, I'm gonna need this body to snap back.
1: Yeah, because what I mean, I mean, then you'd get to fly in the team plane, and we talked about this last week, and yeah. we know that you'd be trying to do mile high club.
0: Uh, but also, I'm trying to get a Nutella and peanut butter sandwich, and yes. honestly, at this point in my life, Nutella and peanut butter trumps smile high.
1: Wow, you've come a long way.
0: One of them, I get to just do sitting, um, yeah. and I don't, I don't want to sit on a toilet in yes. the. Nah, no. I just don't really want to stand, and it's not good because stand is in the title of my job, and it's hard.
1: You might be. Can you rebrand it to a sit-down comedian?
0: I'd love to. That's why I love Zoom shows so much. I got to just sit in my bed. That's I, true. I love sitting.
1: Would you pick the backgrounds? You know, or just no?
0: I just no? said I'm in my bed. Okay. Sometimes okay. I do it in a robe, and I'd be like, I'm not even a comedian. I'm just a woman that they let in here. So now, now that women chest.
1: can work, well, I mean, I guess it could have always worked, but now they have every. Well, woman yeah. <laughs>
0: I, I love that there's going to be teams that are like, wait, women? We hadn't even thought of that. So now that women um,
1: legally have to be hired to work as an offensive system for the 32 NFL teams, which team do you realistically want to work for? The I mean, Colts. I know the Colts. Okay, so you want to move to Indy and really, I mean. Yeah. Okay, you're moving your family to Indy
0: and you're working for the Colts. I told CJ last night, I go, listen, if I get hired by the Colts, we're moving to Indianapolis. All right? <laughs> we're moving to Indianapolis. You just heard my plan. I'm not going to last more than a season. I keep my house here. Um, the Colts, gosh, who else do I love? I'm not going near the Browns. No, thank you. The Bills. I think the Bills would be really fun. And I got family in Buffalo. You're making um, terrible locations.
1: I'm thinking I know. about the most attractive head coach. Like I think Kyle Shanahan is a great looker. Would love to
0: work with him. Oh, you're trying to go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, the we'll real
1: Kyle Shanahan 49ers.
0: Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. I get him and um the Cardinals coach and the Green Bay coach. You know all they hot. were oh, yeah, they were all assistants oh. together and it's like you guys all got hired and then shared a fake ID, I think realistically, I should probably try and get hired by the Rams or the Chargers because I get to just stay in my home. So maybe that's what I do. Yeah, maybe that's what I do.
1: I think one of us should at least apply and just see how far we make it. Like if we get past the phone, the phone interview. Yeah, because it's like we, I would love some new sweats, you know. That's another thing I was thinking about, because when I'm not at work, I wear sweats and no bra every single day, and then when I go to work, it's a full transformation to something that is not myself, but if you work for an NFL team, you can wear sweats every day.
0: You want to see what I'm wearing right now? I mean, it's bad. It's pretty bad. What are you wearing? (laughs) Okay, so I'm wearing a shirt that my friend gave me that says, motherhood. (laughs) But it's like one of the only t-shirts that fits me right now. So then I got my big belly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And then I got these, like, wild Old Navy heart Ooh, pajama pants on. I love the slippers. Oh, yeah. And then those are my slippers that my um, mother-in-law buys me that are delivered from China. And they're so soft.
1: So I have um, an NBA shirt on. With That's all, cute. With all classic players from the 80s.
0: That's a good shirt. Yeah. And then... Um, Shorts. Shorts. Uh, yeah, basketball shorts. Those club. are cool are shorts. Great. Okay, yeah. speaking on, I know we didn't say we were going to cover um, the NBA, but the NBA is winding down. We are full steam ahead towards the playoffs. It feels, I, I don't know, maybe because I don't, I'm not going to have a dog in the fight, which brings me to my point. Um, I'm going to be a free agent um, for this NBA playoffs. I'm a Indiana Pacers fan, mm-hmm. and it is being described that they are artfully tanking. Um don't know what that is. Miles Turner's now shut down for the season. We're not going to the playoffs, okay? And my husband and me sometimes too because I live in Los Angeles, Lakers fans. I gotta get off that train. Yeah. Um, I'm jumping from it's not even like it's it's going and I'm literally holding my belly jumping off this moving train. So I want to be involved And I think this is a great time. I'll just be able to, like, root for everyone to have fun. Mm -hmm. But you are a Bulls fan. My My husband husband. said he's going to root for the Bulls.
1: So I'm a Bulls fan. My husband is a Celtics fan. So we're Bulls Celtics in this house. Uh, I think the Bulls are
0: running out of steam here. Oh, yeah. They're falling. They're they're getting close to having to be in that play-in.
1: Yeah, and I'm nervous because I do think they are this year's Knicks. Which
0: Oh no. It's
1: not a good place to be. I mean but this Bulls team was fun. They achieved more fun. than any of us thought that they would. Okay. But I think it is all coming to a screeching halt. And we in this house were very excited about the Celtics because we placed a bet on the Celtics long ago when they were struggling, um, plus 550 odds to win the division. And then the Celtics went on a terror, and the terror ended last night when Rob Williams got hurt and they finally lost. But they are tied for the top of the division with the Sixers. So I'm really open that somehow or another they find a way to pull off a couple more wins so that I can win that money. Um, But, yeah, I think I got a ride... As soon as the Bulls are out, I'm, I'm all in on this Celtics team.
0: Okay, wow. So you did not give me a hard sell on the Bulls. Um, well, I, I just
1: think you're going to be disappointed. If you want me to yeah. be honest, I think it's going to be like the Purdue situation. When no, and I've been disappointed all year. let down.
0: Yeah. I, I will be rooting for Jaw, And so I'll be... I want the Grizzlies to win a series. You know, I don't want them to go out in the first round. So... Because I just think... The more we can see Ja and the more that he can have a national stage, the better for the NBA and the better for us because he's just so fun and he's been hurt and, and they've been doing well. So they're they're still like I'm not exactly sure what place they're in, but they're they're not in last place, you know, like they're they could they could have a matchup. Um, I think
1: and, they could make a run here because they're still oh, winning games without Jaw. They still yeah. look great. And one of the things that I like the most about Ja is he's the star of the team, but he makes other people feel like stars and he yeah. never makes it about himself. So I'm Ugh. big on this Memphis team. I love if, them. They're probably my number three team right now. I like by mm-hmm. marriage ro- laws, I have to root for the Celtics. It was actually, yeah. I think it was said in our vows that I would cheer for the Celtics as long as my husband cheered for Northwestern so um and you
0: are Irish so it's like you know you see a clover and you go okay I can do it
1: <laughs> I I don't love Jason Tatum though so that's weird.
0: I do I do like him and I feel like he's really like grown up I love his son. Um, I I think the Bucks are going to... Will capture my heart a little bit, too. I just love Giannis.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just so wild that they're the reigning champs. And it's like, we don't even think about them. Um, and my brother lives in Madison. And I, and I want to get my nephew and niece little Giannis shirts. Because I'm like, that's your team. And they don't really care about sports. Um, but I... Yeah, there's some... There's some storylines, uh, you know, I know the Warriors are struggling right now.
1: But Steph's out,
0: because Mark's yeah. smart. Tried to, to kill his knee. They're kind of the one team that I'd be like, yeah, that's not as fun if they win. Just because they've won, you know, it's sort of a Patriots effect of like, it is fun to have like new blood um, for me. So, I think as a
1: podcast, we are a John Morant Memphis yes Blues
0: podcast okay great and so that is declaring
1: us that because honestly and please I know he's not going to listen don't tell my husband this but for me it's really the Bulls the Grizzlies then the Celtics yeah but I have I have to endure Celtics games because out of all the Boston teams it's the one true one that my husband still loves
0: so the thing is I actually kind of like the Celtics and then when they cut to the fans I go no I'm out. So it's like if they could just stay locked on the team and then maybe look over at Brad Stevens and be like, what did he do? Like, I love him. Love him. Love the team. And then when I see some of the scary Boston, uh, um, mm-mm, mm-mm. so that's just a note for the broadcasts that if you want me rooting for the Celtics in any way, please do not show scary white people.
1: No, don't cut to them. So as a podcast, we are all in.
0: Megan Memphis Grizzlies.
1: That's right. All right, Megan, before we go, your quick pick for the final four.
0: Well, I have Duke winning it all um, because I love a story. And so if Duke makes it to the championship and or wins it, I am the extra points champion. And so that is what I'm rooting for. Villanova has looked good. Um, Yeah, but it's
1: all going to end for Nova because Justin Moore tore his Achilles, which is terribly sad but maybe conglesby really could make up for it i think it's going to be duke kansas duke wins we get the coach k parade i'm gonna throw up everywhere and then it will be over great all right well everyone thank you so much for listening to our show please rate review subscribe and head on over to extrapoints.com there's all kinds of fun stuffs there stuffs there's all stuff's. kinds of no, fun work.
0: stuff there stuff's. just have, check it all out